How lonely sits the city that was full of people. She has become like a widow who was once great among the nations. She who was a princess among the provinces has become a forced laborer. She weeps bitterly in the night and her tears are on her cheeks. She has none to comfort her among all her lovers. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. Those are the first two opening verses in the book of Lamentations. This was a dirge, a funeral lament, a mourning of the destruction of Jerusalem. If I can be completely honest with you, it's only fitting that I read this today because it now applies to the once glorious God-fearing city on a hill called the United States of America. We are not what we once were. America has a dirge being sung for her as we speak. This is Unity Without Compromise with your host, Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio. In case you haven't noticed, the fall of the American empire is really at hand right now. And I don't say this with any joy. I am not a modern day prophet. There are none, only false prophets. But if you have any inclination toward wisdom, toward reading the times, the signs of the times, look at what is happening. The handwriting is on the wall. We have sat and watched the methodical siege against America taking place actually over the last few decades. But we have been living in denial. We have been slumbering, watching things happen right before our eyes and passing them off as if it's of no significance, no consequence whatsoever. Oh, yes, maybe we've made some noise along the way. Perhaps we have protested a time or two, but we really have failed to act in any meaningful or organized way. And I suppose I say this to our shame. I suppose you could say that today's message would not be a popular one among many people. It wasn't popular in the time that the book of Lamentations was written. Jeremiah, the prophet, had spent some 45 years warning the Israelites that their destruction is at hand because they simply would not give heed to his warnings, to the fact that they were turning away from their God that they were ignoring the principles that made the Israelite nation powerful, conquering all other nations. When we fall from God, we reject that which is best for us. And yes, we in America have done that very thing. We have put aside the Bible standard. Most of us probably actually don't believe this, is the cause of America's fall, but I would challenge you to question it again because it is. God has very clearly shown us what is good and what is evil. 
And we somehow claim to know better than God. We seem to know better that abortion can be justified or that sexual perversion is okay. It's just an alternative lifestyle. We don't need any standards of modesty. We don't need to have compassion on the poor, any love for our neighbor. We don't need to show kindness or generosity or participate in anything that might require actual self-sacrifice. God has told us what he expects from us. He has told us that we should love justice, that we should love mercy and practice what is good, and we should walk humbly with God. But instead, what have we really done? We have done what is right in our own eyes. And look where it's taken us, to the very brink of destruction. Now, right now, there is no doubt whatsoever that America is actively under siege. We are at war. And if we further delay any any confrontation of the enemy, we will surely see the total collapse of America very, very soon. The domestic enemy is actively involved in taking us down as I speak. Yes, a coup is in progress. This is not something that is going to happen. It is in progress. America has been at war and the great majority of Americans don't even realize it. Our enemy, our domestic enemy, is no longer even trying to hide it anymore. They have shown, they have proven that we are a vulnerable and weak enemy. We have raised no resistance against them. We have complied with them in every way we can. And therefore, the destruction of America is at hand, and it is about to be completed. Do you question it? Do you doubt it? Well, let's just look at some of the facts. First of all, realize that we do not have an elected president. Joe Biden is instated as the president, but he is truly a product of treason, high treason. The seized Dominion servers in Germany by Kraken, you know, that U.S. military intel group that altered the outcome of the voting system, that was seized upon so that we could have a dictator put in place. Joe Biden is not the president of the United States. He is a dictator. You've seen what's happened in Arizona, in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, and other states. There is mounting evidence of very severe, extreme voter fraud. And this fraud in all the states that has been investigated should come as no surprise to us. It was obvious to all. Any person with any sense of, of keenness of perception can see what is taking place. 
And what have we done about it? Have we taken any action yet? What action have we taken in Arizona yet? What has happened to change the system? So what we have is a dictatorship in America. The United States citizens did not elect their president for the first time in history. Do you understand how dangerous this is? Do you understand the significance of this statement? The significance is that we are no longer a nation under God living under the guidance of our Constitution. The Constitution has been thrown out, trampled underfoot, never to return, because we have not raised an argument against it. We have not taken a stand. A rogue government faction called the Democrat Party has taken over America without firing a shot, causing us to live in fear because of the measly little virus. And what do we do? We fold, we cower, we submit to them. Joe Biden isn't even mentally capable of leading this country. He is not a leader. He is not in charge. Joe Biden is but a little puppet. But who is the real puppeteer? And does it matter? Let's just call it the Communist Democrat Party. I would say the chief candidate who is holding the strings of Biden is Obama. He is an imposter who set out to crush our freedom from the very day he took office. I still cannot comprehend how so many people did not see what was taking place under Obama's leadership. So many times I heard people say that Obama was exercising poor judgment. He was a fool for doing the things he did. Didn't he know better? Well, of course, Obama knew better. He is no fool. Obama was doing a very fine job at his unstated agenda, and that is destroying America, because Obama is a globalist. We must realize that the global agenda cannot proceed unscathed until America is defeated. Well, perhaps it won't be long. But look at who is now our declared president, Joe Biden. He has been paid off by the Chinese Communist Party. Even if he were of sound mind, he is a traitor. He is a high traitor to his country. Look at what is happening now. Do you want more facts to show us how we are under siege? We have wide open borders. In fact, there is now talk that the borders will be wide opened, just completely wide opened. Well, we have now, what, some 50,000 people entering, crossing our border illegally every day, this being accomplished by the Democrat Party. And we 
stand here and say nothing and do nothing? We who are under siege, we who are being overthrown in the process of it, we who have been given a tool by our founding fathers called the Second Amendment, and we sit on our duffs and we do nothing. The wide open borders are allowing in all kinds of criminals, all kinds of infected people, and the virus is not really the big concern. What about tuberculosis? What about sexually transmitted disease? What about all the criminal elements and the human trafficking and the drug trafficking that is going to destroy us? This is not an accident. This is a coup in progress. And if you do not realize it, then you are severely, severely mistaken at what is really going on. As I've said before, if election integrity is not restored, then neither will our freedom be restored. Please do not think that America is now a free country. We are not. We have forfeited our freedom. We have handed it over to the enemy, saying, come and get it. We are not willing to fight it. We are not willing to take a stand and pay the price for freedom. If we were, something would be done. When is the first shot going to be heard? When are we going to take a stand? We have a problem. Look at the facts. We have a perpetual pandemic. This has been nothing but an excuse. Sure, look what happened in the Wuhan lab. Yes, there was gain-of-function research taking place there, funded by our own NIH and funded by Fraud Fauci, who deceived America. Fraud Fauci is guilty of genocide. Do you know what that means? It means he is specifically individually responsible for the deaths of many, many people. And what price has he paid? He lies directly to the Senate. He lies every day to us people, keeping the population confused so that he can push through his agenda along with the deep state swamp. When are we going to wake up? Is it not enough that we are seeing the destruction of our cities? Why do we allow mayors and governors to survive in office, to persist when they have completely violated their constitutional uh, rights? They have, uh, they have violated their stand to defend and uphold the constitution. Is this not a prerequisite for office in America? Well, obviously it is not. It has been proven beyond any doubt that we no longer support and defend our constitution. Look at what is happening to our military. They are effeminizing our military. They are bringing in the weak-minded, the weak-bodied, the people who will not be able to defend our country. Do you think this is an accident?
who is leaving the military in droves right now? It is the real patriots. It is the true soldier who is leaving the military because they simply cannot stand a leadership that has a completely different agenda. We no longer defend the Constitution. The perpetual pandemic is not about a virus. Let it be said and understood, coronavirus will never, never go away because it has always been with us. However, look what's happening already. More lockdowns. I'm from the very liberal state of Oregon, where our Marxist governor, Kate Brown, has already stated that we will be masking up again, and there will be penalties to pay for anyone who disobeys. There will be more lockdowns, more masking, and more tyranny to come. Who is Kate Brown but a spineless little weasel, a coward, who has been given a platform and why do we stand for it? Why do we not take her down? She is a traitor to her country. She is the enemy within. Kate Brown is an enemy of our constitution. That makes her an insurgent. That makes her an enemy who should be defeated, plain and simple. But what do we do? Well, at best, we complain, we moan and groan. We might gather together and have a rally and say, this is wrong, this is not fair. But what good does that accomplish, really? Are we kidding ourselves? America is under siege. Look at what recently happened. The pandemic, right? Obama's party, what, some 600, 700 people there? completely unmasked. Oh, sure, they had their excuses. But what about the South Dakota motorcycle rally, Sturgis? Fauci scolded those who were attending Sturgis rally. Those rally attenders were evil. Those people were murderers for just gathering because they dared to gather and not mask and not social distance, both of which things have no benefit whatsoever in preventing the spread of a viral infection. But when it comes to Obama's party, that's okay. Is it okay? Are we really that stupid? You know, I'm beginning to think that we are. I'm beginning to think that we have tucked tail because we have been blinded by the comforts of our world for so long that we do not understand any longer that freedom comes at a price and sometimes at a great price. And what is on the horizon? FEMA camps, right? Shielding approach, they call it. The CDC wants to have a plan to isolate those who are most vulnerable. The elderly and the high-risk persons must be shielded from their families. They must be placed in concentration camps, in leper colonies, if you will. They must be isolated from society. 
Do you think this is a first? Of course not. It happened last year. Before I had my license illegally suspended, I was treating those patients in the care homes, such an oxymoron of a name, care home. These people were in solitary confinement. They were locked down. There were couples who had been together in those care facilities and they were not allowed to see each other for some period of, of excess of eight months and longer. Not even able to touch their spouse because they were in lockdown for their safety. While at the same time, other governors were saying we must release prisoners, take them out of their confinement for their safety. Does that make any sense? Of course, it makes no sense whatsoever. Let's call it what it is. This is stupidity. And the fact that we have not seen it, and the fact that if I go about the city of Salem, Oregon, where we don't have the mask mandate starting next week, but I, I suspect there are 90% of people masking already in Salem, Oregon. How pitiful is that? How blind can these sheep be? How utterly stupid can people be? Please learn something about science. Please have a desire to know truth. Search out what is real and what is not. Because if you want to be told what to do, then you will be placed on the railroad tracks and you will be called to repeat the mantra and you will be led to a place called hell and you shall never return from it. So what's going to happen when they come to your house and say, we're coming for grandma and grandpa, we have to take them away from you because they need to protect it. Who has the final say? What if these elderly people object? What if they say, I don't want to go? Are you going to assist them into the vehicle to be transported to the FEMA camps? What will be the impact of the isolation of the elderly again? You do know what the impact was, of course. They were dying, literally dying of loneliness, giving up literally curling up and dying. They stopped eating. They stopped drinking. They felt that they had nothing whatsoever to live for because they could not even be with the people they love. Yes, the dry run for the FEMA camps occurred in the nursing homes last year. This was a horrendous form of elderly abuse. I took a stand for it. I appealed to my own legislators. Not a one of them responded to me. Everybody has submitted to the tyranny. Everybody has given up. Nobody seems to have a spine that is in any position of office. What are the facts? What else is showing us that we are at war? Are you aware, aware of the fact that your government is now eavesdropping 
on our iPhones on what is called short message services. Anything that you say, yes, that you say in the vicinity of your phone can be listened to. They can listen to your conversations and they do. I have tested this myself. I have had other friends test this and it is a fact. They are listening. This sounds crazy. This sounds so Orwellian that we don't want to believe it, but it is a fact. Biden or the Biden regime is telling big tech to do it. They want the big tech companies to eavesdrop on you and then to report it, to tell on you, to expose you if you are not abiding by the party line. So whether you text or whether you're on the phone or whether you're near your phone and speaking, all social media platforms, even Signal, are not secure. Realize that Signal, to the best of my knowledge, is a spinoff from the CIA. If you think that Signal is secure, think again, it is not. If you want more evidence that we are at war, and this is the scariest part of the whole scenario that is unfolding before us, we just had the passage through the Senate of a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. Why was this passed? Because Republicans are very weak-minded. They are spineless. They are gutless. They have no heart. They have no soul. And now the infrastructure bill will be pushed through and we will see the largest tax increase in the history of America. They want to put mileage tracking on our cars. There will be a road tax now for every mile you drive. The Green New Deal is written in the infrastructure package, but what's it really about? Let's bring this right down to where the rubber hits the road. This is the Democrats' dream come true. The Democrats are rejoicing because they now have funding through your taxation. They have funding to put the nails in the coffin. They can now fund the corruption that will guarantee that they completely take over America. And there's no doubt in their minds that they will now have success. There's nothing related to combating COVID really in that infrastructure bill is the, the pandemic is a control agenda. It's not really about a virus. It's not a virus issue. Are there viruses? Of course there are viruses. I am recovering right now from day four from an influenza-like illness. I have not been vaccinated. I am probably immune to COVID because I treated so many patients with it that had the full-blown syndrome. But do I need tested? No. Viruses have been with us forever. All you who are listening, who are living today, have survived thousands and thousands of viruses. But the infrastructure bill 
is not about infrastructure or about treating COVID or about anything pertaining to a viral pandemic. What the infrastructure bill will likely be is the defining moment of America's collapse. They will be able to buy people off. They will guarantee that their coup runs smoothly as planned because the evil ones who will accomplish this serve a God called money and they can be bought off. Anybody can be bought off. The deep state was never completely eradicated. The FBI, the CIA are corrupt organizations. The NIH, the CDC, corrupt organizations. The World Health Organization, totally, totally off track, totally corrupt. We are in a world of hurt. We are in a world of hurt. The mutiny of medicine is now essentially complete. Do you remember it started with Obamacare to eliminate independent docs and to establish a government-based medical system? Do you think they succeeded? Yes, they did. At our price, we have paid the price for an unsustainable system called Obamacare. They have all but eliminated us who are independent physicians. And then came COVID and the vax, a planned pandemic to subdue the masses and it worked. We are in a sad time in American history. We are at the crossroads and I don't know if it's too late. Is there hope? Let's take a short break and we'll come back. This is Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'll be right back. Are you tired of being tired? Fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cells REM Sleep Supplement. These are pill-free supplements in a gel pack. They're so easy to take before you go to bed. I'm so tired during the day now, working so hard, but restless at the same time. I'm going to take a Healthy Cell before sleep tonight so I can restore my REM sleep and wake up refreshed. Now go to HealthyCell.com, use the code OUTLOUD, all capital letters, OUTLOUD, for a 20% off your first order of any product. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is a McCullough Report. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control label insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. 
fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cells REM Sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. There was a time when Americans could rely on the fourth estate. Well, in these challenging times, the media is both reckless and complicit. AmericaOutloud.com. Top analysis from leading experts, articles, podcasts, video, and 24-7 talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio. You are listening to Unity Without Compromise, a show that is intended to bring us together based on a standard, a true standard, and a standard that will not fail us. That standard is called the Bible. I have been painting a grim picture. Today, I have read from the Book of Lamentations. It is a funeral dirge. It is a mourning because of the destruction of America. We are facing the collapse of the American empire as we speak. The evidence is clear before us. We are no longer a United States of America. We are no longer governed by the Constitution. We no longer have an elected president of the United States of America. No, your rogue government is eavesdropping on your conversations. They are taking your information, your private information, and using it against you. We are facing times where we no longer have a say. We are told to shut up sit down and do as we are told. Freedom, get over it. This is no longer America. That's what we are being told. And now we have the infrastructure bill passed, the license to control the Democrat Communist Party so that they can accomplish what they have set out to do, what Obama specifically set out to do, do, which is to destroy America. Yes, the mutiny of medicine is essentially complete. You probably will not be able to find a decent doctor, one that you can trust. The independent physicians are being destroyed. They are being silenced, censored. The canceled culture has squelched them and taken them apart. Anyone who dares to speak the truth in this day and age is considered an enemy, someone that must be silenced because we stand for what is right. We stand for the American way. We stand for God and God's principles. If you've been listening to Fauci, you must realize you're listening to a Nazi. He is pushing an evil agenda. 
we are now being told again that children need to be masks. Kids who are at absolute zero risk of dying from COVID, zero risk of infection from COVID, but the long effects of children masking, that will be devastating. Psychologically, they will be destroyed. Already, our children are learning that they no longer live in a free country. They are not free and they know it and it is affecting them. It is breaking their spirit. And that is exactly what the Communist Democrat Party wants to accomplish. Break the spirit of the people and then you can control them and do whatever you wish. I've said many times that Fauci is a fraud. He is a liar. He recently claimed that the only way to get rid of COVID is for everyone to be vaccinated. Now realize what this is. It is a blatant lie, which of course he knows COVID has been around forever. There is no getting around viral infections. Which leads me to another point that I think a lot of people have been very hesitant to hear and to talk about, and that is the issue of President Trump and his push for the vaccine. Operation Warp Speed, I believe, was a bona fide attempt by President Trump to eliminate government bureaucracy, which President Trump was very good at doing. And he did Operation Warp Speed to provide relief and to alleviate fear. His intentions were good, but I'm afraid that President Trump played right into their hands. Operation Warp Speed was flawed from the beginning because Big Pharma is flawed and he was depending upon Big Pharma. They are corrupt. Sometimes things can't happen in a fast way. And so it goes with science and research. Some things actually take time. And if you push things through, then you are setting yourself up for disaster. And that's exactly what we have in this so-called gene shot. We have a disaster. It's another example of people claiming to be wise while at the same time they become fools. So the question is, where are we? What are we to do? Is it all over or, or do we actually have a chance to bring back America? America is at war. And if we are, to take back our country, now is the time to declare war on our domestic enemies. It's not a time to negotiate. It's not a time to speculate about what the enemy might do next, or to even speculate whether or not we are at war. Now is the time to declare war on our domestic enemies. And I am there. America is under siege, under siege, and we are taking a beating from our domestic enemies. They are embedded within our own government. How do we take up arms against this domestic enemy? And what arms do we take up? What are 
our weapons? Well, I'll confess right from the get-go, I don't have all the answers. I never did claim to have all the answers, and maybe I don't have any answers. But I do know this, that the majority of the American population consists of blind sheep. And if we don't get them to remove the blinders and to wake up those who are sitting on the fence, straddling the fence, taking neither side, then I know what our fate is and there's nothing we can do about it. I do know this, that if they do take our weapons, then it's over forever. They must never take our weapons. The armed American citizen is still a last glimmer of hope for independence, for liberty, for one nation under God. Remember that the government is God's, God's minister to serve the people. A good government is a godly thing. It was intended to be good. But a big government is oppressive. It's a burden. And we must always work to make it small. So what do we do? Well, let me ask you this. We are just about to come upon the next cold and flu season. Will you be donning a mask when you go in the stores? Will you be isolating when they tell you to not visit with friends? Will you still tuck your tail and submit to rogue politicians who tell you that you can't do this and you can do that? You can't go to see your family. You can't visit the elderly in the care homes. Your children have to mask. Anybody who sends their child to a public school, I have to question, how much do you love your children? The public school system is corrupt to the core. Oh, yes, critical race theory was voted down by one lousy vote. That should scare you. It scares me. Yes, the Nazi Brotherhood of Neighbors is alive and well in America. If you do take a stand, you're probably worried about that neighbor who might turn you in. Well, we need to stop worrying and we need to start doing something that is going to accomplish a purpose. What are we going to do to win our freedom back? Well, I don't have all the answers, but this much I know. First of all, we need to organize. We need to pull together. We must assemble our greatest minds and formulate a plan of attack. Not a defensive plan, but an offensive plan. It begins with pulling together. If we don't pull together, if we don't support each other, then we haven't a hope of a chance. There's an easy part to this offensive plan it goes like this, defy anything and everything pertaining to this silly pandemic. It's not about a virus. That's the easy part. Take off the mask 
throw the mask away. Don't ever wear it again. It is worthless. Don't isolate. Don't isolate yourself from family. Social distancing, what good does it do? Did it do any good? Absolutely not. We need to reach out and join hands with all like-minded people, with neighbors, with organizations, with other patriots. And I'm not just talking about joining hands on social media. Social media may be a way of connecting, but it, we accomplish nothing on it. We are censored more than ever. We have great difficulty getting out the, the message that we need to get out and we accomplish nothing. We must become also a voice and not be afraid to speak the truth. Then there's the hard part. The hard part of what we need to do to have an offensive plan of attack is to actually launch an assault on our domestic enemies. What am I talking about? Am I encouraging violence here? Well, I don't know. All I know is that Biden is a traitor. Biden is not an elected official. He is, therefore, a dictator. Every senator, every legislator, every governor, every FBI and CIA operative who defies our Constitution is an enemy of the state, hands down. It should not even be a question that these people are our enemies and we allow them not only to exist, but to flourish, not only to flourish, but to dictate what we can and cannot do as Americans. We need an offensive plan of attack. We need to take actions into our own hands as patriots because otherwise None of these criminals will ever be held accountable, at least not on this side of eternity. Look at Hillary. Look at Obama. Do you remember Benghazi? Do you remember the crimes that Obama committed? How many times he violated his authority? Look at the evil that Nancy Pelosi has done. Look at the crimes that Joe Biden has done. These people are not just politicians. They are not just Democrats. They are enemies of the state. And until we start recognizing them as such and treating them as such, we lose. We lose. The likes of Schumer and Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and all the other rhinos, they long ago have sold their souls. And it's time that we fight back. And yes, I mean fight back. What will you do when they come to, to put you or your loved ones into a FEMA camp? What will you do when they come for your guns? Will you resist? Will you fight back or will you throw your arms up and say, okay, I surrender? If you don't have a fighting spirit in you, then you don't deserve freedom. You deserve slavery. You deserve oppression. The sad fact is that perhaps your offspring do not deserve it. They deserve better. Every human being alive deserves a taste of freedom. That is the heartfelt desire of every human being. <laughs> 
who has a mind. Why have we not still begun to formulate a well-regulated militia? See, one thing is absolutely very certain. If we cower in the face of this nonviolent oppression, because so far it really has been nonviolent, they are not yet pointing guns at us because we still own weapons. But if we cower in the face of this nonviolent oppression, then what will we do when they come after us with arms? What will you do? Will you take a stand? Will you stand for anything? See, whatever course America may be on, we have to realize that we have all in some way contributed to it. We need to own what's ours. If we have compromised our standard for any reason, then let's repent. Let's do an about phase, turn 180 degrees and start walking the other way. As a nation, we must confess we have lost our way. Why and how? Because we have forsaken the ways of God. Plain and simple, we have forsaken the ways of God. Like it or not, Christian or not, America is a Christian nation founded on Christian biblical principles. We have called evil good. The Bible says that abortion is not good. It is murder. We have called the LGBTQIA agenda an alternative lifestyle and said it's okay. It is not okay. Sexual perversion is sin. It perverts the very plan of God for his creation. Anybody that talks about having gay pride is prideful of sin, and that is not okay with me. I'll be the first to admit that I too am a sinner, but I take no pride in my sin. When God says something is evil, do we mock God by calling it good? Galatians 6, 7 says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he shall also reap. And so are we reaping what we have sown? I think so. I do believe so. We have judged ourselves and we have been found very, very wanton. We lack what we need to make America great again. Do we need President Trump to make America great again? No, we really don't. We need a return to the biblical standard to make America great again. Because when we return to the biblical standard, then we become good again. And a good nation is likely to become a great nation. And that's what happened in the America of old. I wanna go back to the book of Lamentations and read the next three verses. This is about the Israelites. In Lamentations chapter 1, verse 3 through 5, it says, Judah has gone into exile under affliction and under harsh servitude. She dwells among the nations, but she has found no rest. All her pursuers have overtaken her in the midst of distress. The roads of Zion are in mourning because no one comes to the appointed feasts. All her gates are desolate. 
Her priests are groaning, her virgins are afflicted, and she herself is bitter. Her adversaries have become her masters. Her enemies prosper, for the Lord has caused her grief because of the multitude of her transgressions. Her little ones have gone away as captives before the adversary. Now, if you don't recognize now that our adversaries are about to become our masters as well, because of the multitude of our own transgressions, then I'll be the first to tell you there is not a hope in the world for America. We are a doomed nation. But I also live in light of eternity, and I also remember that with each new day, we are one day closer to the return of Jesus Christ than we were yesterday. And when that day of judgment finally comes, there shall be no double standard. There will be no partiality in God's judgment. There'll be no bargaining, no compromise, no payoffs, no second chances. There'll only be justice finally served with full truth and to the glory of God. We must remember it is never too late to turn back to God. And this has been my soapbox. The only lasting unity that creates a powerful army of righteous warriors is the unity that comes from the Bible. Our one true standard of faith and of righteous living. Nothing gives life like the words of scripture. I'm not talking about the words of man-made tradition that have embittered so many of you. Some of you won't dare to open a Bible because you were preached upon as children. You were thwarted and you were perhaps abused spiritually. Get over it. That is not the Bible. That is not the way of God. We are talking about words that have everlasting consequences. Your fate, your eternal fate is determined by how you interpret and how you respond to the words of scripture. There is nothing that gives life like the words of scripture, nothing whatsoever. Nothing strengthens the soul like the inspired words of God and nothing empowers us more to do the right thing and no matter what the cost. When the words of scripture guide us, we tend to make the right decisions in life. I'm here to tell you today that I don't know what the right decision is, but I do know that now is the time to declare war on our domestic enemies. If we are silent any longer, if we cave to them anymore, then it's over. It is absolutely over. But we're better than that. We are better than that. It's never too late to turn back to God. And that is a lesson that is taught throughout the entire Bible. We have the standard. We only need the will to apply that standard to our lives. When the words of scripture guide us, we tend to make the right decisions in life. And I'm sure I will make the right decision. God has given us the tools to live righteously, and we only need to choose to do it. 
This is what our founding fathers understood, and this is what they did. Does this include defending the oppressed? Most certainly it does. Does it mean exposing and fighting evil? Yes, it does. And does it mean paying a price for freedom? Indeed, it does. We must understand that the globalist agenda is very real. The Great Reset is and has been in the planning for many years. But one thing is certain, they have to take down America in order to proceed with the global agenda that the Nazi Democrat Party now seeks to carry out. We do have the capability to stop them, but do we have the will? That's the only question I have. Do American patriots have the will to take a stand? Your country needs you right now. Will you be there? I plan to be there. Oh, and one other thing is most certain. If you're expecting a miracle from God to save us, let me just say that you're wasting your time. God will not give us a miracle, but he may answer our fervent prayers if we seek him again. And if we turn our hearts back to God, is America's fate sealed? God only knows, maybe. But if America does somehow become victorious in this war, it will be because you and I returned to our Christian roots. Nothing less will do. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip. Unity Without Compromise. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio, where we speak the truth plainly and boldly because we love our country and we love our God. This week, you have a choice to make. You can take a stand or you can fall and wither and die and your country will follow suit in a very short time. I choose something better and I hope you'll join me. Until next week, adieu.